Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Sawicki. How you guys doing? I got my man, JBJR, here with me. What's happening, Free World? JBJR here. How y'all doing, man? And you know what it is. It's Fruit of the Boom. Fruit of the Boom, man. This is our favorite podcast. You know why? It's about guys like us. <laughs> All day, man. Hot dog. The Hot produ- dog. The producer, the engineer, <laughs> and the DJ. Right? So the whole point of the show um, that Matt and I have created is to basically cater to the producer, the engineer, and the DJ and get into the just the behind-the-scenes lifestyle and work life of these three pe- types of people. So, you know, all about the history, all about the tips, the tricks, the business, anything about the that pertains to them as a producer, as a DJ, as an engineer. So that's the whole point of the show, and we have a lot of great things coming for the uh, rest of 2018. So definitely, definitely, definitely stay tuned for some great shit coming through. So hey, uh, our special guest today is my man, Paces Lift. How you doing, <laughs> bud? Good, man. How are you? What are you laughing about? <laughs> you thought I was going to say something else? Yeah, yeah. Gonna, you, can say, you can say whatever you like. It's all, it's all good. Let's just... Let's cover the whole the whole history of it. It's totally cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well maybe maybe you give us a little history all down the line. But uh, this is my man Paces Lift. He uh, he runs Wax Thematic, one of the sponsors of Fresh Produce. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey. And in case you guys <laughs> didn't know, he also produced like one of my favoriteest 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 records, Quick Trigger. Oh shit. Word word. Whew. And we were co-produced. Def- well, yeah, co-produced this. him and my man Ben Bounce. <laughs> And if you're an avid uh, listener of uh, Fruit of the Boom, you might already know that. <laughs> there you go. If you don't already know that, go check out Fruit of, uh, uh, Ben Bounce's episode, whatever one that was. That was like, ooh, that was an early one, man. Was it? Yeah. That was our first call-in one, so that was only maybe yeah. 10 ago. Yeah, about, like, about 10. Yeah, about something like that. <laughs> and he killed that. He killed that episode. Shout out to Ben Bounce, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. Shout out to the homie. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh... I guess uh, I'm gonna steal this uh, first question uh, from JBJR oh, yeah. real quick and uh, let you tell us how <laughs> how did you get into producing music, man? How did you start? Tell us uh, your history in it, man. And uh, I think it was 1999, many many moons ago, a uh, a coworker gave me Acid Pro on a CD, and it was like the free version. Okay. And yeah. he was like, "Hey, have you ever tried acid?" Ha ha ha! And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh." And he goes, "No, no, 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 no! Check this out." And he like hands me this little disc, and he was like, "Man, I know you really like music. You should try just putting your own music together. Like, check this out. It's free. Whatever. Just you know, have at it." And that's what kicked it off. Nice. Okay. Nineteen ninety nine, huh? Yeah. So you're probably Many using Windows, Windows ninety eight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or were you a yeah, Mac head? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, at that point, but uh, but yeah, you know, still still rocking Windows for all those haters out there and Mac. Are so. you? Oh, <laughs> you do rock Windows, huh? Yeah, I rock both for sure. Best of both worlds. Wow, I wouldn't have thought that about you. I would have thought you'd been mm-hmm. all strict Mac. Yeah, everybody assumes that, but uh, you know, you gotta mind you that know, cryptocurrency. You never know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So from there, from Acid Pro, where'd you go from there? Uh, nowhere. That's where I stayed, actually. <laughs> oh, so, you, so that's, what, so that's where I'm at. So that's where you're at. So you have not moved from, from that point. You know, like, it's really similar to Capo, what Capo was saying in his in his episode. The um, episode that love, just like, dropped, like, this week that you're referring to, which is hey. going to be like, three oh, weeks yeah, from now. Just, that's incredible. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, dude, that's my, that's my homie, man. He's a huge inspiration for me. And, like, he's one of the first dudes to actually be like, 
hey, I know who you are from your music. Like, we should we should just kick it, hang out. Like, yeah. Bill Hompson, for sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homie. But, but just like him, man, like, I found, I found what works for me, and I stuck with it. But instead of just staying with it so much where I didn't want to improve, I tried to improve over and over again. So as far as, like, mixing, mastering, so forth, and different production tricks, for sure. Okay. That's what's up, man. Do you yeah. use uh, controllers or anything? What do you use when you're producing? I mean, you know, I, I'm strictly sample based for sure. Like I'll uh -huh. play around with my synthesizers and drum machines and stuff like that. But that's really just more so I can get a little bit of therapy, just to get the juices flowing a little bit. If I'm not really hearing a sample yet that I really want to chop up and flip. So you're you're so sticking. Just, you're mostly sticking to the samples, huh? Just flipping the samples all the way. Absolutely. Your bass line's yeah. off a sample, your organ line's off a sample, everything's from samples, huh? Absolutely. And I totally understand the argument between like for or against, but for me it's just like MF Doom said, like there's so many scripts to do here, it's just endless. Sure, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm right. I think that's great. I think that's you know, when I only know a couple of cats that really go all the way in like that. You and I guess Kanadis and maybe uh Another guy oh, yeah. would be the only people that oh, I yeah. really know that are. Canadis, Canadis is no joke. He'll drop a he'll drop a heater on you. Right. <laughs> so my Absolutely. so uh, my question to you, but since you're uh, since you're the first uh, strict Sony ass mm -hmm. pro user on here, the first one we had so far. <laughs> yeah, you definitely you definitely the first one. So <laughs> definitely tell us a little bit about <laughs> first it, man. And so, the last. <laughs> maybe not. You never know, man. I never well, know. I mean, they won't they won't update the software, so it's like oh. the version is at least is at least seven eight years old. Whoa. So, yeah, but it's like that. it's it's a grid. It's just a it's just a basic grid, super easy. Yes, I could try to do something else, but there's nothing else out there that I've tried that I can go in and just hyper speed chop, do everything I want to do, zoom all the way into like the little pops and clicks of a record, chop those up, flip them again, the yes. way that I can with that. So I just want to keep just keep doing that. So and my workflow now is just you know play around synthesizers, drum machines sample listen to record after record after record finally hit that groove you know where you hear that one you're like yep i know what i can do with that yeah take it in maybe like put that into the 303 because I, I love the little boss 303 it's got this nice little this mean little mini compressor on it nice but put that into acid i can chop it up even more the way i want to super fast and then uh mix it up a little bit but then take it into logic on my mac Hmm. And then mix it up really nice, and then take it to a studio and get it mastered. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That's the so that's the game oh, plan man, right there. You right just here. Start to finish. Yeah, for sure. I didn't mean to blaze right through it, but no, you know, that's, that's great. I love it. Thanks for the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so, question, man. So, with, so with acid, man, can you use things like VSTs, or is it strictly just a workflow you just said for the most part? You can, but you know, since it hasn't been updated for so long, it's kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. You're sitting there forever trying to set shit up. <laughs> but, so yeah. for you, a so, guy like sample based, I mean it's it sounds like cream of the crop, huh? Oh man, it is for sure. As long as my Windows machine from two thousand seven keeps hanging on, you know, I'll keep cranking them out. So <laughs> Oh, since two thousand oh wow. That old Yeah. Hey, that's yeah, not but, that I'm, old I'm, that's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my Mac Pros that I'm using here in the lab are 2009. 
Well, yeah, those that's true. But those are built to last. Yeah, that's what like ah. just, they feel like Ford tough though, man. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? That's the only reason my Windows machine is still kicking is because I have never once taken it on the internet ever. Right, that's, really? that's why. Totally, and it's super fast, and that's all I use it for is just for acid. It's that's super it. fast. Wow, it's it is, man. It's like a. Yeah, it's like that. Well, it's like that old tired muscle car you just can't let go. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm not dogging on you. I think it's great. <laughs> That's dope, man. <laughs> so tell us about. I mean, I wish I could just get a microchip in my head and be like, "Oh, you're expert at Ableton in one day." But I'm just like, ah, I don't want to spend all that time. I'm cool. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I got a question for you, man. Uh, since we uh, talked about sure. as a pro, um, tell us about how you got into the actual music scene, starting here in St. Louis when you were here in St. Louis. Oh man. Uh, Let's see, it was, it was, um, <clears throat> I think it was DJ Who. Oh. I met him. Shout out oh, to Oh, yeah, him. that's my guy. I met, I, uh, I met him at a show at like this little coffee shop or something. And he was with his old group called The Elements and he right. was DJing. Okay. And, uh, and he had that classic ball cap covering his eyes. So you couldn't really see his face because he was like hiding in the background with a uh-huh. shadow over his face. I was like, man, who's this cat? Like, and that's really to- hard because he's super tall. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> well, it was a long. It was like a sombrero, like a really long, like long bill. <laughs> nah, it was just a ball cap. But <laughs> and then, and then I'm, I met him at that, or I met him like very briefly at that show. Okay. And then I also met at that show, uh, All Eyes Manifest. Okay. Okay. And so he he was playing at that same show, and then so I met both of them at the same time. Wow. And then around that same time, me and uh, this this cat DJ Poem and some other dudes on the illinois side we had our own little like freestyle battle in palms basement nice okay so all that was just kind of bubbling up at the same time that was around like 2002 2003 yeah okay and then and then just that one show like i kept going to more shows and i kept seeing dj who and i kept seeing all eyes and they were like oh yeah let's connect let's connect and so that's just how that all jumped off that's awesome okay yep Man, DJ Who, another connector in the scene, man. Oh, yeah. That dude always. He's he's expert at that. He's expert at looking at one person and be like, you know what? You would work really good with one other person that I know. Right? God bless the I did feel like I mean, if it wasn't for him, there would never be a Ben Bounce in my life, so. Woo! God bless Ben Ben Bounce and and DJ Who (laughs) for putting him in your face. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so let me ask you this my brother so uh you know i met you through uh the b battle scene here um yeah so yeah tell Briefly, us yeah. so yeah man tell us how you got into that scene too within the st louis music scene like how'd you, how'd you get internet was it still dj who or was it something or was it just like you just happened to catch wind to it man i'm 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 kind of the cat that it's like if it ain't broke don't fix it and and dj who never really broke so i just stuck with him <laughs> there <you go>. so, <laughs> so he just he just kept taking me under his wing and showing me like hey you know i'm trying to do my own thing as well like come out to come out to uh overland at just bills on thursdays we're doing a hip-hop night now like bring all your homies out you know you can play some records do whatever you want nice and then from there we just became friends and you know just bills was like <clears throat> really fertile soil to bring in local hip-hop Mm-hmm. And then also like have these local hip hop cats open up for the touring independent national acts that were like traveling around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's how all that jumped off. And then, you know, that would turn into like beat meat and it would turn into fresh <laughs> produce. Uh, yeah, of no, course. Never get, that name would never get old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
but yeah, as far as the as far as the beat battle scene, that is how that jumped off. Is that is like it, it just bills and then kind of just like playing your beats for people like on like little CDRs on a CDJ or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then that transition when DJ Who took it to Atomic and it was like he took it to the next level, and then I started battling Ben Bounce. And then, uh, and then it started to go to Hip Hopper's Holiday, but mm. by that time I was already like I was already on my way out of the city. So, right. Mm. Yeah, but it's really cool to watch it build, like build and grow from afar. Like it's amazing. Like it's just progressed so much. It's it's super humbling to sit back and just watch it grow. Nice. I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of work being put in, man. A lot. Oh of yeah, work. I can tell. Absolutely. A lot of hot dogs. <laughs> A lot of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know the story of the hot dog? Do you know where that came from? Please educate us. Please educate myself and just the I mean, I don't know if I should this. put him on blast like this, but ah. I kind of feel like I could probably tell the story. But I bet you could. Let's just, let's just say it had to do with one night after the science hip hop show in Blueberry Hill. Uh huh. And, and DJ, who may or may not had, may, maybe he had a few too many, and he was. And you know, we went out for like a hot dog or something, and that's how that's how that started. Was that was because of the science? Really? Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, where that comes from. So I'm not going to go into any details. I'm not going to put him on blast like that. But <laughs> he knows what happened. He knows what happened. <laughs> oh, hot dog! Hell no! <laughs> hey, so tell us a little bit of like some records that you put out, man. I know you've got like quite a few different um, releases that you've done uh, with either like yeah. putting other people's records out or uh, music out or, or with your own projects. Can you tell us some uh, background of that? Yeah, for sure. I think the the first stuff I started doing was just my own little, you know, trying to my own little exercises and trying to do instrumentals and beats and trying to sort of create a narrative story somehow and then put them on the CDR and then kind of just stencil the CDR and put little spray paint color. Cause at the time I was doing graffiti with my man almost uh-huh. and, and like <laughs> in and around. <laughs> <English and stuff. laughs> almost. Okay. Yeah. I know, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my man, Jimmy wafer. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Called him out. <laughs> but, uh, somebody's going to catch yeah, him was, up. You know, <laughs> it's all oh, for sure. you can, you oh, can, man. you can like that out. You can do a little boop, boop later on, but, no, it's uh, but he was he was the regular in the in the basement as well in Battle of the Basement. Nice. But, um, I see. But him I think you know ever. back then I was. <laughs> well, back then I was just doing you know graffiti, and then a lot of just making beats, trying to figure out how to sample, how to chop, and you know there was like a few people around me in my circle that were kind of like, oh, if you're not using a sampler, like you're not really doing it. Really. You know, if you're not. If you're not using MPC, you're not you're not really doing it. That's the hater. And I, and I, well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of their their perspective. And at the time, I was kind of like, mm, I don't believe you. But I was always told when when I was younger that you know if if you want to make real music, you got to learn how to read it, you got to learn how to play it, you got to learn how to write it. Mm-hmm. And I said the same thing when I was I was like, mm, I don't believe you. I'm gonna do it my way, no matter what. Right. So I just tried over and over again, try to figure out how to use the tools that I have to the best of my advantage. So I just worked over and over and over again, just trying to put samples in and put little CDs out that sort of had a little narrative. So yes. I think the first one was just like me, my own beats. And then the second one was this cat out of Muscuda, Illinois. Uh-huh. Uh, his, <laughs> his name is Three Sleeves. He makes really dope beats. He does a lot of like... Um, 
crazy, crazy stuff with little synth plugins and this and that. He uses that OP1 little drum machine software, okay. whatever. Like, you got to check out his Instagram. He puts out a lot of really, really cool stuff. That's that's my guy. So that's we did up. our first little collaborative nice. album. And then after that, I worked with another cat named June 16th. He was from Mascuda as well. They had their own little like live electronic group called Trifidelics. Okay. So they kind of took me under their wing because they did a lot of like live drum machines, live synthesizers, live keyboards. Okay. But I didn't really, I didn't really do any of that. I was just doing the computer. So they kind of took me under the wing and said, "Hey, this is how we do it out here in Mascuda." Uh, and then after that, you know, I linked up with Frozen Food Section, so like Jay Toth, Tucker Booth, and all them. Shout out to them. Yeah, for sure. And they were like, hey, let's, you know, let's work on a record together. And then they let me do like my own little solo. And then that ended up kind of getting pushed and promoted by Steady P and Indie Ground and stuff like that. So it just kind of blossomed over time. But it worked with a lot of people from everyone from like in the same little scene, Family Affair to Rockwell Knuckles, uh, Space, you know, Jay Poth, of course, um, 12 to 6, Earthworm, Royal Elite, lots and lots of people in the local scene for sure. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so now that you, so now we know uh, currently since you said you did move, um, and I do know yep. that you're currently in Washington State, correct? Right. So what part of Washington State are you currently in? That would be Seattle. So you're in, he's in Seattle. Okay. So sure. how long you been in Seattle for, my brother? It's been about seven years now. No seven, shit. It's been years. that long. Yes. Jeez. Yes, indeed. And you've done some stints <laughs> yeah. in other places, but uh, <laughs> yeah, seven years, huh? For sure, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Oh wow! So uh, tell us, man. Like, uh, have you dealt with the Seattle music hip hop scene up there by any chance? Or yeah, you- yeah. It's it's cool. It's very you know it's very different. They do their own thing, which is really cool. It's really it's really interesting to to go from a place like St. Louis, where you know at that time when I was making beats with the local cats there, it was mm. very much. The people who came to the show were the other artists that you're already working with right mm-hmm. so it was like i was like oh okay all right well i just saw you last night we were just kicking it but okay you're at the show like all right cool we can hang out here too uh, <laughs> but but i think like the epiphany i had at that time was that you know peter c told me that you know this is just like the beat generation in new york like this is artists making art for artists Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to raise the bar higher and higher. Ooh, so that's what I, okay. that's how we have to look at it. Ooh, that's so that's Peter how shit. we looked at it from that point on. Yeah. Nice. So, but yeah, but Seattle is really cool because they're very like right away. They're like, hey, like, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Like, what are you into? Like, what are you all about? Like, they're really, they're really accepting. That's on nice. that front, really cool. Super supportive right away. Nice. 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 Right. For sure. Yeah. So uh, have you done any, uh, any work up there with anyone in Seattle? As far as like working with people in Seattle, very little has been uh, production. It's been more like promotion and helping release the artists' records that are from Seattle, like on the label, and get them out and make sure they have a little bit of a platform to stand on. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Because honestly, Ben Bounce spoiled me. Like I, I, I don't want to work with anybody else. Like he's so good. <laughs> like I would work with like maybe Capo or I don't know. Like I hate to say it, not to discount anybody else, but. It's kind of like I'm so hesitant to do anything else because we just found that perfect formula with how we work. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm just like, oh man, if it ain't broke, like why would I try and fix it? Sure, I feel you. Yeah, 
<laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. So you drop a lot on <laughs> wax, huh, man? Like What's not that? on not you drop a lot of vinyls, right? That's pretty much how your your main thing right now, as far as I can tell, right? Yeah, definitely. That's my that's my main focus for sure. Um, it takes up so much time, so I definitely end up missing producing a lot because I used to just produce day and night. But now it's more so like, okay, like let's figure out all these details for this for these for these projects. Yeah. So but that's the thing. It's you know the label has been going like four years. It'll be four years in March. Okay. Uh, on uh, 314, go figure. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, there's like three releases to date, as far, but it's like all vinyl. So, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. We'll do digital as well, like digital streaming and downloads and stuff, but just yeah. no CDs. Vinyl is the focus. So That's what's up. I don't even know if I've actually played my Quick Trigger release yet. I think it's probably Virgin still. I think I just have it on all the time on Spotify. <laughs> oh, wow. You haven't even cracked it open? No, I don't have a record player that's good. i got to get my 1500 oh set up. Oh, my God. Man, you don't even get to enjoy that beautiful color. I know, I know, I know. And then, oh, no, that's what I was, I, I haven't opened you it. You can sell it and make some money now. Ah, I don't want to hey. do that. I love that thing. I would never sell that. Collector's <laughs> item, man. There you go. <laughs> so, matter of fact, man, tell us, since we're into the conversation of you right. dealing with your business, man, tell us the history of how did you come up with wax thematic? Like, how how did that come about? And is it wax man, thematic or is it wax thematic? You, you can say whatever you want. It's just like life. You just do what you feel. <laughs> do I what like you feel. that. That's a good approach. I just, go. I just spelled it that way to give it some sort of distinguishing detail, some kind of extra little, you know, specific factor to just kind of set it apart. Mm -hmm. Hot dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like it, it all, it all came out because of really because of the quick trigger with Ben Bounce because I felt like. Uh, instead of just putting this record out, we should probably just make some sort of umbrella. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Just in case, you know, just 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 to see what happens. Like whatever, Let's just, I'll just pick a name and then you know do a basic logo and we'll go from there. And then after that, it just kind of blossomed up into a totally different project. That yeah. Is like my 100% full time passion now. So. Mm -hmm. That's the shit, man. Nice. Yeah. Hey, so don't you, uh, you, you and me, we talk about how you, do you host a weekly or a monthly? Yeah, yeah, I do a, uh, I do a vinyl weekly yeah, at okay. a, a, a French restaurant up here in Seattle called Bastille. Nice. And, nice. and yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an amazing restaurant, solid, solid atmosphere, really great people in there. Okay. But, you know, I've been doing it about two years now. Wow. So I did it, yeah, did it the first year, just kind of playing whatever I wanted. And then the second year when I got back for, from some, like, overseas travels, I decided to make the focus more international vinyl vibe because that's just, that's just what I'm really, really into nowadays. So, yeah, it's been going really good every, every week, every Thursday night. Yeah, it's been great. That's nice. tight, man. That's really cool. That's what's up, man. <laughs> tight. Tight. <laughs> you know I got Peter C. in me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's where that came from. Hey, so... So when you're sampling, where do you pull from? You pulling from vinyls? Uh, you pulling from the internet? Oh, yeah. Mostly the uh, vinyls, huh? Mostly the vinyl, yeah. But like, I, you know, I wish I could, like, I wish I could be like Ben Bounce. That dude could literally just sample the raindrop and just make it this the craziest beat you ever heard in your life. <laughs> yeah, you but I need a little bit more to go off of. Uh, but, but yeah, that's my main choice for sure. But if there's a little something I just feel like mm, it needs like a human element maybe to it. You know, I got a lot of recordings on my phone that I'll just 
I'll just drop in there or something like that, or I'll take a microphone outside or something like that, record some mm-hmm. some nature sounds or something, you know. But vinyl primarily for sure. Uh, as far as like drums, I like to put little synthesizer hits behind my drums a little bit now. Nice, okay. yeah. It gives them a little bit more oomph. So that's what's up. Yeah, for nice. sure. And if, it just depends on whatever is plugged in and turned on at that moment. Right. Okay. Right. So question, man. So um, with your sampling, do you actually just um, pick from just a certain genre or it's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to pick whatever just comes to mind? (laughs) Well, like, uh, I think a lot of it would be very similar to how my records are organized, meaning that they're not at all. So it's really just, it's really just like, I like to grab the most random stuff and put it all together. Um, that's how Quick Trigger came about. That's how a lot okay. of other projects came about. It was just like, let me grab a stack and then go through them. And then I'll put them into the sampler and I'll, you know, I'll put that sample in there and then I'll go to the next record, next record. And it would always end up being the most random collection of stuff. But I, but the challenge to me was always like, all right, let me figure out how to make these work. Right. If it's trash, trash, I get rid of it. But it's all an exercise at the end of the day. Hell yeah. Now that's the shit, man. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about uh, <laughs> the wind overhead? Oh my god. Yeah, that's one of my that's one of my favorites. Um I think that's when that, I first heard your stuff for real, for real. I don't know that I Oh did, wow. Did we work on anything before that or is that the first records we did together? You no, know, you might be right. I kinda I I thought the little instrumental EP I did, the autumn, was before that, but I think you're right. I think it was after that. Maybe that's how that happened. Or maybe I'm thinking, I guess that's actually, let me, let, let's go to the autumn instead. Cause I think that's what I was, con- <laughs> I was thinking about the autumn, but I, the, they have similar vibes to me, I guess is kind of what I feel like. Yeah. Like, it, it, I feel it's like. It's actually playing in the background right now. Too. That's, that's what that's this is. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I just got my, my names mixed up. My bad. <laughs> oh no, it's all good. Made yeah. Wind Overhead was a, that was slated. To, well, no, it was rather, it was. It was a, a beat I did for Steady P, but he really like came to me like, hey, I need something really head nod, but like mellow at the same time, thought provoking, really yeah. deep. And I remember at that time it was, it was, you know, just one of those brutal Midwest winters and it was just snowing like crazy, super cold. Mm-hmm. And he was writing, writing lots and lots of lyrics. And then he came at me with that, like, hey, I need something really deep. And then I just, I remember hearing this piano there's just like a few piano hits on this record and I looped it up and yeah. somehow got the drums to trick out the way they did. But, but yeah, they're, that's, they're crazy. And that's then we, what, mm. Oh yeah. Oh man, I wish I could create that again. I don't even remember how I did that. I just kept working and working and working at it. And all of a sudden they kind of just randomly fell into place. And I was like, yep, got to roll with that accident and just pretend like it was intended the whole time. Oh, it's so dope. Happy man. accidents, man. Yeah. I love it. It's one of the craziest. Oh, for sure. It's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. There you go, bro. Yeah. But then, and those yeah, tell- piano hits are actually the end of the record. It's like a live record. I believe it was McCoy Tyner, but okay. the record, the record is like ending, and he's just doing like a little like but 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 just like whatever. Like, hey, I'm ending the song now, <laughs> and, then, and, and then like the crowd starts clapping, and then I hit the hit the stop on the turntable, and it just kind of like, and then I use that back in there, and it just totally worked. So. Nice, that's what's yeah. up. And then yeah, tell us about the autumn now. Cause that came like pretty much right after that, I guess, huh? Yeah, I think I think it was before, but either way, don't matter. The yes. autumn was uh, that was 
you know, Steady again was like, hey, I want you to do an instrumental EP for Indie Ground. And I had that title track already. And, uh, and yeah, that was just, that was crazy. Cause that was the, that was definitely the first time I worked with you, Matt. Cause yeah. that like very, very eye opening experience for me to go into, um, a studio like that. Because before that time, it was all like bedroom studio after bedroom studio, which is totally cool. But, you know, once you step up to the Suburban Pro, it was like, oh, okay, now I, now I see. Now ah, I got it. Right. Hey. And, and luckily, like, you weren't, you know, you weren't super standoffish or anything. You're just like, cool, let's do whatever. Like, let's just make it fun. Let's, we'll, we'll kick it all day. Just make it easy. Hell yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that project was more just basically like steady PC and saying, I want you to do an instrumental project for Indyground do what you want just send me the tracks as they as they progress and we'll just go from there nice how many was it yeah. five and then uh six? dj moff yeah i think it's like seven or eight or something like Ooh, that damn, uh, that's even okay. longer than i thought yeah yeah and dj moff did the like scratches on one track which nice. is pretty crazy um but yeah for sure the the actual the title track the funny story is that i play i had it playing in the background my mom was visiting my place one time and when I was working on that record, and she heard it, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And she goes, "She's like, this is really cool. You should change those drums, though." <laughs> Thanks, and I was Mom. like, "What?" I was like, "What?" I'm like, "No, the drums are good." And ah. she was like, "Yeah, they." <laughs> and this came out of nowhere, and she's like, "Yeah, they're good, but at some point, maybe you could change them." <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. "I was like, whatever, Mom. You don't know what you're talking about." And then so. And then she left, and then I realized, like, oh, maybe in the middle I could just switch up to, like, some jazz brushes. Oh, okay. And then I dropped them in there, and then it created this whole other effect, and I was like, you know what, Mom? You were right. Ah. Mother knows best, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. And then it was really, really cool to do the mixing and mastering with Matt. And then, because, you know, Matt added the guitar at the very last track. Uh, there we go. Shout out to Matt on the guitar. <laughs> Which is crazy because Matt just stood up and grabbed his guitar. Like, we're mixing the record and it's almost done. This is the last song. And I'm like, okay, we're almost done. Like, all right, cool. This is a wrap. We're finished. It's good. And then Matt just, like, stands up, doesn't say anything, walks across the room, picks up the guitar, and, like, plugs it into this crazy pedal or whatever and just starts <laughs> jamming. He starts jamming and I'm like, who does this guy think he is? He's just playing on my track? Uh. <laughs> I was like, this dude's crazy. And then all of a sudden, it was really dope. And I was like, oh, yeah, we should just put that on there now. <laughs> so Matt just came out of, Matt just came out of nowhere, yeah. flexed with a guitar real hard. <laughs> Man, that, no, he was super smooth with it. He was just like, oh, I'm just going to play on this other dude's record real That's quick. That's really funny. I but, rarely uh, ever play on records anymore. <laughs> Matt out here oh, flexing man, with guitar was, skills, man. <laughs> I ain't mad at him, shit. I ain't mad, especially how man. He came just out. like he just like slowly paced around the room, like like Zen Buddha style, like playing <laughs> crazy, this crazy distorted guitar, and he would like go through the settings and find the right one, and then all of a sudden I was like, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should probably keep that. And then that like that blew my mind that opened my mind up to like oh man you really gotta be you gotta be open to everything you can't just have this like oh my record's gonna be like this and that's the way it is like Ooh. cause that's just you're just gonna be your own worst enemy and you're gonna you're gonna take forever and and people are gonna forget about it and whatever but you just you gotta you just gotta follow the vision not the path right, 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 right. that was like the first 
first moment that I saw that, like, oh, man, I've been doing this wrong. I got to open myself up to, like, whatever can possibly come in and just make it better. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. I'm glad that happened. That's what's up, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He's, he's like, I don't even, I forgot about that. I, I, I kind of <laughs> forget about that. <laughs> Look at that, changing lives, and you didn't even know. Uh, hey. hey, that happens to me all the time. I tell people some, <laughs> like uh, uh, Carl Napa, who I want to get on this show, I told him uh, he, he, one time he was a real inspiration for me to start the studio, and like we, it literally traced my whole inspiration to quitting my job at Jupiter and coming to start my own business. It's, it's like to one wow. conversation I had with him. And I told yep. it to Wishmaster when he was on our show, show and wishmaster told it to carl and carl's like wait hey man what the fuck <laughs> really i'm like yeah dude yeah hey, was... no idea like no it was like i he's like i that sounds like some shit i'd do but <laughs> even, even though he changed the life right there oh you my go God. that's engineer life i guess you're changing lives not even knowing it there you go oh uh, yeah for sure <laughs> So I got a question for you. So my brother, yeah. a question for you. Um, since you since you do have uh, a vinyl label, man, um, and you've hung around DJ who a whole lot, um, have you dabbled in any scratching, any turntablism? Oh man, that's such a good such a good question. But I no with that, I pretty much like I'm not very good at multitasking Uh-oh. in that respect. Uh oh. So like. But <laughs> so the way the way my brain works, like I've tried and tried and tried to do any sort of little scratch or trick or anything like that, but man, that is just not not my lane at all. Oh, so man. I, I basically I like I got a really good ear. I use it to my advantage as much mm-hmm. as I possibly can. So I'm basically a selector. Like I, people can say DJ whatever they want, but I I know like I'm I'm really good at picking a good song. But as far as the tricks, man, I cannot like that is not my lane. Uh, hey, you got the ear, man. Hey, look. I like Selector is my favorite title for real. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Sure. Put like this, yeah. man. Rick Ross can't make a beat, but he can pick some of the best beats I've ever fucking heard on a goddamn <laughs> rap album. There you go. Exactly. So you go. And that's that's a, that's a skill that's a skill in and of itself. So when I was making records and I really wanted scratches, if I couldn't do it myself, I would just be like, okay, who is the, who is the best that I know that can come in and just destroy this? And I'll I'll let them do it because they're the best at what they can do. Sure, nice. Who are some of your free, uh, favorite DJs to have scratch on some records? Oh man, I would. I mean, the ones that I've worked with for sure, like easily. I mean, I, you know, yeah. Give us some examples for the people that don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, as far as like the ones that I know of that I have worked with would definitely be my favorite. So like, I would say. Helias, rest in peace, would be yeah. like number one. Absolutely. This dude was like the John Coltrane of scratching records. He would just fall into a scratch. You know, he would just like, li- sometimes literally, unfortunately, but uh, he would like fall into the turntable and it would sound amazing. Uh, so, but, you know, a lot of the St. Louis cats like DJ Moff and yeah. DJ Who, sure, can hold his own. Ben Bounce absolutely absolutely can actually hold his own. Like he'll be, he'll be on some like, ah, nah, nah. But he's, he's actually. <laughs> Really, really dope. So, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, for sure. That's uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, you got any favorite <laughs> records that you uh, like to sample from? When you do you anything you ever gone back to twice, or you always pick new stuff? Mm. Do you got like a break record? Do you ever <laughs> use break records? Mm, I I used to go that route, but now it's more of like I want to make a drum out of anything instead of just like grabbing okay. grabbing grabbing drums and grabbing loops. Yeah. So. I I feel that's another thing. Like I'm I'm better at just grabbing 
whatever's around instead of seeking out something specific. Uh-huh. Where I think Ben Bounce is amazing at grabbing something specific, and like he could use the same break five times and you wouldn't really recognize it just because sure. the way the way he chops it up. So as far as returning to a record, I don't really think there is one. I try and just go for whatever whatever's around or whatever I'm feeling at that time. I don't have anything like over and over again. I feel like I go to really. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some kick drums that I have saved on like my hard drive. You yeah. Know what I mean? but, yeah, but uh, but not specific records, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> so, <Hot dog. laughs> so, question, man. What would you say is like your absolute favorite record that you personally produced? No, oh, I mean. Oh uh, well, the ones that I, well, the one that I can talk about, I guess I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say, Quick Trigger. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. You have a favorite song on there that that was your production? Uh, no. No. Really? Nope. Yeah. And how do people know which ones are yours on there? Does it doesn't it start? Doesn't it go back and forth? I knew forth? that was going to be your follow up, Matt. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to lift? Why are you trying to lift the curtain on the show? Uh, I think it goes back and forth. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to decode? Why are you trying to decode everything? Ah oh, man, so um, the posterity when the aliens come in twenty hundred years, we, they, they can twenty hundred years. It's awesome. <laughs> You've been watching ancient aliens too much. You got it all figured out already. You watching it with Lincoln probably. Shout out to Lincoln. Uh. <laughs> I think um, you know. I actually, I remember when the record came out. A few people asked me that, uh, like, "Oh, which ones? Which ones did you do? Which ones did he do?" Um, but if you listen to it, I feel like you could probably figure it out. Oh um, yeah, that's what you usually tell me, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, the I remember last time I, I told you, you were like, "Huh." Just but, figure it out. <laughs> Damn, I but love it. Like, I feel like drums yeah. is yours. Is drums yours? Or is that Ben's? Or are you just gonna kind of tell me? You're gonna be like, oh, well, that was Ben's, but I'm not gonna tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think? What What does your gut tell you? My gut tells me that it's yours because Ben doesn't sample vocals a whole lot, um, like drums. Mm. But maybe mm. that is some Ben shit. I don't know because he does do like singers a lot. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't really know, man. All right, you would be correct. Hey, your drums. Yeah. Ah. Hey. You know what my favorite song on there is, and I don't. You don't. I don't have to tell me who it is, and you can take this. Oh, as don't a worry, I won't. What is um, it? It's the organ <laughs> one. Uh, the one that has like the longest organ, uh, and it's got a guitar solo. I don't know the name of it. Um, fuck. Oh, oh, the long one. You talking about? Uh, you talking about he that harms my brother? Parts Mate. one and two. Yeah, probably. That's probably the one I'm talking about. With, with like the crazy. Uh, like Arabian or like Turkish guitar, right? Yes, Turkish yeah, guitar. Yep, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit blows my mind, man. That's like one of yeah. my favorite, well, favorite, favorite records. Well, actually, since you mentioned, um, so since you mentioned drums, that actually, uh, the only reason the structure of that song happened was because I lost the files. Oh, really? So I had to go back to like a rough draft bounce of it. Okay. Then, oh, wow. And then I chopped up the bounce no to do. Shit. Yeah, wow. I lost the whole. I lost the session. It's the only session. It's one of the only sessions I've ever lost in my life. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I, I lost the session, and we still needed to fill like 
two minutes or a minute and a half, whatever, because that's a short song or whatever, whatever it was, we had to fill it for like the whole master to be completed. And so I had to go back in and I just took the wave and put the wave back in and chopped up the wave nice. and then just add different stuff just to the bounce. So I never intended to do that, but the way it came out was just like, it totally worked. So that oh, yeah, was you would never know that it wasn't supposed to be part of the whole thing. That's like, I don't know. Right. Whole, that that's, whole record that, That's my flows. whole thing. Like, that's part of my, that's part of my ethos is just like, nobody knows it's an accident. You just, just, just do it. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to know it's an accident unless you tell them. That's so. wonderful. Yeah, no, that's a good point. People who don't see it from that side. That's ingenuity. Right. That's nice. why you also never tell anybody you made a mistake because they're, they're probably not going to know. It's just like when you play guitar, they tell you if you fuck up and hit a wrong note in a solo, do it again so they know you meant to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's damn good advice. Exactly. exactly. I remember one of the first, uh, one of the first like freestyle shows or something like we went to with, with the old crew I was in, 932. Somebody got up, one of the guys got up there and they did this verse and it was the first time they performed it. And then, and then he, he messes up and he goes, oh shit, I messed up. Into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he paused and he just stood there and I was like, oh my God. And then, he, and then he gets off stage, somebody else goes up and they start rapping. And I was like, hey, I was like, why'd you, why'd you do that? He's like, well, because I messed up. I was like, yeah, but you don't tell anybody. Like they didn't know. Like, <laughs> you know, just if you forget, just pause and make up some and then just move on to the next thing. Like, it, you know, nobody's going to know unless you tell them. But I was like, but guess what? The whole room knows now. Yeah. You, right, you spilled the beans. Very true. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, man. Get to get to the spark. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, if somebody's looking to find Wax Thematic or uh, Split Face or uh, Paces Lift or 932 on the internet, how do they find uh, you, my man? <laughs> well, yeah, as far as the as far as all the old stuff, you know, this the stuff that uh is most accessible it would be on like apple music spotify so forth yeah stuff like that but everything that's more updated would be on the wax them thematic website um so that's just wax thematic.com and then that's all on apple music as well nice but everything that's current is all on wax thematic perfect what future stuff do you have coming out through uh wax thematic Ooh, yeah what do you got coming out bud? oh man wait <laughs> um i would say like they're you know definitely another record with myself and ben bounce that's uh definitely another record hey yeah pretty pretty excited about that nice. um that would be the that'd be probably the one of the most exciting ones and then there's some other projects that are in the works right now but as far as like um official stuff a lot of it is actually out of the seattle area which is really cool it's just nothing's really finalized yet so yeah for sure. I'm waiting for that uh, Afrobeat record that you're going to put out that I'm going to mix. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> Fela? Like I, I oh, want to do that. Shit. I want to do that so bad, dude. <laughs> I want to do that so bad. There's a, there's a group up here that makes really no, amazing stuff. And, but uh, they're, they're a nine piece, so like it's it would be a beast. You know, They'd have to get in and make new songs and all that. It's, it's interesting once you kind of hop that fence from producing, being your own artist, and then helping other artists achieve their goals and it's like oh wow okay this is a whole other mountain i gotta climb now right so it was and it's easy like if you you know the last record that i put out was this cat noel brass jr that plays all synthesizer music and it's just beautiful like super ambient really nice chill record mm -hmm. but he's just he's just one dude and that's my homie he's really easy to work with but like nine different people i mean that's like you know that's, that's schedules hell. and <laughs> maintenance yeah that's it's another beast so i don't know if that's gonna happen but 
um, maybe a possibility in the future. So we'll see. But I would say uh, never expect the same thing over and over again from Wax the Matique because I realize what I really want to do is keep putting out all the stuff that I like, and all the stuff that I like is constantly changing. Gotcha, gotcha. Ooh, I like that. Right. Okay. Well, if they're looking for you on uh, Instagram <laughs> and stuff, how do they find you? Twitter, all that? You got those? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. You can find them, guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could. You know, I know you guys are really good with like putting it all in the. All in the <laughs> you don't even want to say it. Man. It's that wax thematic. I bet that's no, what it just, is. <laughs> I was just thinking, actually, I think it's, you know, it's really cool how you guys, the way you guys title the episodes is very easy to, like, find that person. Because I've found a lot of these people that I didn't know about nice. just from listening to the podcast. So, but yeah, everything is pretty much Paces Lift or Wax Thematique. So, yeah, Wonderful. for sure. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. You've listened to NoF episodes. I bet you know what time it is. Oh yeah, it's it's the it's time to wrap it up. This me. is we're wrapping it up. Wrapping up box. <laughs> <laughs> you got any good advice for uh, a little bow on it? You got a little any uh, perfect advice or somebody? Uh, now, how do they make a million dollars in the music industry? Or any final thoughts or whatsoever? Anything? <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, absolutely. I would definitely tell you if that's something that I had done. But I would just, I would just say, you know, just make sure you follow the vision, not the path. Don't. Hey. Don't do what. Don't do what you think everyone else says or thinks you know maybe take it into account but like definitely with a grain of salt because every time i've had some sort of success or like really fulfilling return or inspiration or anything like that it's because mm -hmm. i did what i wanted to do wanted to do not because what i thought i should do there you go there you go That's right perfect advice for sure Hell yeah! But you know that I really believe the value of art is creating it in the first place. Right? You right. just gotta, it's gotta keep creating it, keep making it. Exactly. Now I'm gonna root you on that one, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right. For sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> brother, man, thank you so much. Oh yeah, for sure. Thanks for getting it going. Yeah, appreciate you taking the time out of your day and talking with us, man. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem. I'm happy to. I'm, I'm honored to be a guest of the show. I love the show. Yes. Hell yeah. This man. one worked out a lot better. We tried to do this uh, 11 episodes ago, but it didn't work out. <laughs> but we got yeah. everything together it's now, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Damn right. Well, it's been another episode of Fruit of the Boom. It's, man, it's your man, Boom. Matt Boom. Sawicki. It's your boy, JBJR. And we got Split Face 932, Faces Lift, Wax Thematic. He's the man <laughs> with the plan. All the above. My favorite producer Work. probably, uh, especially when he teams up with Ben Bounce. They're like crack. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I love it. Well, check us out uh, All right. online, freshproduce.com slash fruit of the oh, freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom. Uh, you can get us on uh, Apple Music. You can get us on Twitter. Or, uh, <laughs> you can get us on Twitter, right? We got yeah. Twitter. <laughs> We got one of those. So okay. So all social. This is media. JBJR's uh, real. He's really good at this part. Uh, all right. I just so, say hot dog and uh, leave it at that. Say hot dog. <laughs> so hot also dog. so all social media reach out to us at, at fruitboompod. Uh, make sure you email us um, at fruitboompod at gmail.com <laughs> for any contact scheduling feedback you know catch us online you know iTunes Stitcher Google Play Mixcloud Anchor app 
uh, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, also, catch us um, at freshproducestl.com slash fruit of room, like Matt said before. Uh, all the way from this current episode, all the way to episode one, begin with Trifecta. So, if you want to hear all the episodes, go back there. And just like Splitface said earlier, all the social media tags for every producer, including on this episode, will be on here. So, if you want to find any producer, DJ, engineer, work with them, network, please do that. Please holler all these good men and women. They deserve it. And that's what we're going to be in that with it. And uh, holler child next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.